Class is back in session. This is Ranger History Chat Episode 2. Robert! What's up? What are we doing today? Uh, we're going to talk about the first 40 episodes, but don't get fearful out there in Ranger World. We're not discussing each episode. We have picked key episodes to sit and chat about. And then after that, we will be discussing what? The Lightning Collection First Wave. Lightning would be like... Oh, that's thunder. Thunder and lightning. (laughs) Thunder and lightning. Fire and lightning. Time Force. And then we'll be talking about the toy swap meet that was thrown by the toy wizards. That happened on August 1st in Glendale, California. So sit back, relax, take some notes, because there will be a quiz. On Dave the Dumpster. Dun, dun, dun. It's a classic August afternoon, 1993. And they premiered this episode... Actually, they premiered this in, in prime time. Yeah, I was I was actually... I remember seeing um, the commercials leading up to this, and I was like, dude, that looks kick butt. Kick butt. I was going to say something else <laughs> in my mouth. But no, I was I was really interested in it. Because they didn't look like the normal superheroes, you know? It wasn't anything that was ever on, yeah, that was on kids' there, there TV no at the capes. time. There, there was no... Well, they had cool vehicles, but it wasn't like the Batmobile out there. It wasn't like Mask. Yeah. It wasn't Transformers. So, this was just something different, something new. I was I was really, really into it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, episode starts off, you see two uh, astronauts not even floating on the moon. They're like running in sand dunes. I like how their costumes, their space outfits are way too big for them. Yeah. And they kind of look like Kanye West and Little Peep in that video. That's why I love it. <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts in the world. Um, but too, I think watching all the episodes, catching up, and you know, taking our notes, that was the only time they showed the moon like in a daylight scene. Yeah. Everything else, it's either dark or there was um, like a reddish color or like a dark bluish color. Well, even when the, we go back to the moon in Zio. It's kind of a reddish color. Yeah. And then when we go back to the moon in Forever Red, it's that weird... It's a quarry, but they have the stars. Like it's, Yeah. And, by the way, in Forever Red, I don't know how everybody can breathe in space and be perfectly fine with it, but apparently you can breathe in space. Well, if you're a Power Ranger, like, I guess it adapts your lungs to stuff like that. Oh, yeah, because Jason and Tommy were just like, hey, we can go. <gasps> is that why Jason is a scuba diver in the Turbo movie? Maybe. But he had a scuba tank. He didn't need it. <laughs> they can breathe in space, not underwater. Same thing. How? I don't know. Back to what we were saying. Sorry. But um, Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Ladies and gentlemen, Robert's not dead. There's a pain in my chest. <laughs> I can't breathe. But, um, yeah, so this is the first episode. The other thing I noticed about this episode was... Did you actually count how many times they said each other's name within the first five to ten minutes? Yeah. They never did that with any other Way to go, Zach. Way to go, Kim. Good job, Trini. Billy, you look like you're ready for that karate class. I was just all like, okay, you know, but within the first ten minutes, I knew everybody's name. Yeah. Including Bulk and Skull. (sighs) It it looked like the Rangers have uh, pre-existing friendships, and that Bulk and Skull are just, like, always annoying. Yeah, uh, I love I love Polly and and Jason. Oh yeah, but so, I definitely can remember people from high school who were like Bulk and Skull. Yeah, oh, 
I think all of us can. And if you can't, you might have been one of those people. Yeah. But I tripped out, like, the first scene, their automatic thing is they ask the girls out on a date. Yeah. And who wouldn't want to ask Kimberly and Trini out? They're both very beautiful uh, young ladies. Attractive women, young But then women. they turn them down, and then Bulk's answer to it is, let's get them. Yeah. <laughs> I was all like, oh, wait a minute. It's a very 90s thing. Yeah. Um, I... Rewatching it, I noticed that it's funny that the Rangers are known as teenagers with attitudes, but Alpha didn't want to summon them in the first place. Yeah, he was all like, "No, no not no. them, not them, not that." Yeah, and I found that hilarious. Um, and and the Angel Grove Radio jingle. Oh yeah, Angel Grove Radio, such a '90s vibe. It's well, the whole show, you just get the whole '90s feel. I mean, like, especially Kim's vocabulary. Why was Kim a Valley Girl? Does that I mean was Angel was Angel Grove situated in the San Fernando Valley? It had to be, and it also has a seaport because this thing's got everywhere. I mean, we get later on in episodes, and all of a sudden they're in a desert riding doom buggies. That is true. I mean, it's it's kind of like The Simpsons. Oh, I guess we could. I, we know Angel Grove is in California somewhere. Just like Coral Reef is uh, in later in Power Rangers uh, Ninja Storm. Yes. It's there in the Coral, Coral Harbor. There you go. But, yeah, I mean, everything's within like 10 minutes walking yeah. from the youth center. Yeah, for sure. And then when Rocky comes, they have a car. He has his Jeep. That's well, a, no, we had the, the bug. The, the rad bug. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um also, I realized that Rita, <laughs> they didn't edit out Bandora, which is Rita, the character of Rita in Japanese. Her name is Bandora. Okay. So it's on the Moon Palace. It says Bandora's Palace. Really? Yeah. And they actually referenced that in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Comics, I think, at, uh, issue 42. Where is it? Wait, where's that at? It's though? right in front. It just says Bandora. Like Bend- over, like, the walkway? Yeah. Like, over oh, the doorway wow. to enter. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Um... Then Billy gets some one-on-one training from Jason, and we hear what karate teaches us. And the use of karate in the show is very controlled, and they emphasize the the importance of when to use it and when not to. Yes, definitely. it's it's super like. It's to self defense only, or to protect somebody else. Right. They don't they don't go on saying like, let's kick some butt, which is funny because if you remember all the, like the news. When Power Rangers first came out, it was like, these they're teaching your kids karate. Oh, More well, at 10. Yeah, let, let's not try to get into politics, because <laughs> you can say anything and someone's going to cry about it, or someone's going to twist your words. Right. Then uh, well, Power Rangers always kept it straightforward, and they told us right from the get-go, with Billy mm-hmm. in Jason's class, karate is meant for self-defense. And Billy. Billy has the biggest glow-up. From the beginning of Mighty Morphin to the end of Zeo, Dude, <laughs> Billy's glow up is the greatest. David, David Yost, they did an amazing job with him. But his just like he has the glow up because in Zio, he's already like in his mid twenties and he no more glasses. He's got the feathered hair going. He's working, girl. <laughs> working girl. Um, so then earthquake happens. Alpha claims it's a big one, which is again a California thing. Um, there's a fabled earthquake that's supposed to happen. 
But see, okay, so Alpha's sitting there saying, like, oh, my God, it's the big one. This is it. This is it. Shouldn't they got, like, some kind of reading from the moon? I mean, they got all this technical stuff that's supposed to be channeling the morphing grid. Yeah, the morphing grid should be able to predict earthquakes. You would have been, yeah, but not just that. You would have been reading, like, wait a minute, that's coming from the moon. Yeah. You know, Alpha should have seen that. Zordon was chill, you know. Zordon's like, uh, Zordon's in a time warp. He doesn't know any better. Yeah, okay. He's just like, I don't know what's going on. It's happening. Um, so like, hey, we need teenagers. We need them now. Then Zordon asks for five overbearing and over-emotional humans, and Alpha immediately, Go please, not that, not teenagers. And then they teleport. And it's not the same teleporting scene from the beginning, when he's like, bring me, uh, Rita's escape, bring me five teenagers with attitude. Yeah. That's a different episode. Okay. That's a later episode. Um. Oh. And then, as soon as Kim, the first thing you hear out of Kim's mouth when she's inside of the command center, this isn't the mall, is it? Which, again. But see, I, I really liked how, for that split second, you were looking through Alpha's eyes. Yeah, that was cool. Just the, the whole thing about it, you know, Billy gets his uh, whole tech savviness. And he's like, geeking. Oh my god, this is Billy blah, is blah, geeking blah, 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 out. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he's just out there. Kind of like me at my first uh, Power Morphicon. I was just like, oh my god, they're from that season, they're from that season, they're from that season. And then you had to ask me who a bunch of people were to. Don't judge me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Alpha was just... I don't know. Because you you see Alpha, you never understand the way he sees the world. Yeah. But I thought that was really cool that they threw that in there. And I think that's the only time they've ever thrown that in there either. Yeah, that's the only time you've really seen things from Alpha's point of view when the the kids aren't trying to help him. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Billy geeks out and my question to you is if they're an elite fighting force known to one and all as the Power Rangers why does nobody know who they are when they first show up? I think it's like underground music. Oof. You, you, gotta, you gotta be in the scene to understand oh, the scene. So it'd be like Jay Dilla or, yeah. or MF Doom. Yeah, People like, don't know who they my, are. My but kid they're... don't know who, who that is. She's all Kanye West and um, um, who else is big? Khaled. Billy Eilish. Yeah, Billy Eilish. <laughs> but, yeah, so I think that was more what it is. And not so much at Earth, too, because you got to remember, us on Earth, we're so far behind everybody else in the yeah. universe. And, I mean, Power Rangers just shows how much more of the universe is out there. Yeah, and then, see... In the first episodes, in the first season, we don't have that big universe understanding yet. We're getting there, but because by the end of the third season, we see Master Vile, and he travels through space, and then... You get time, and all kinds of other stuff. Yeah. Um, so they, they Zordon gives them their morphers, tells them that they're channeling the dinosaurs, dinosaur spirits, and then they... Decide to leave. And see, when I was little, so they walk out, and then they get jumped by putties, and they're like, oh, we could fight them, da 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 No, no, no. Before they jump out, though, they're in the courtyard of the, the command center for being desolate and in the middle oh, of the desert. Yeah. It has a beautiful courtyard. <laughs> but, so they, they walk out, and, you know, these putties come from everywhere. And when I was younger, I never caught the wording on this, but when I was younger, all of a sudden they morph, and I'm just all like, well, how'd they know to morph? Uh-huh. But then as I rewatched it, then I heard Zordon saying, you know, 
the, the knowledge is being put onto you and da 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 and all of a sudden they, they know how to use this because you even hear Billy say like it's like second nature to me yeah oh second nature driving the dinosaurs yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and then Rita and this probably you didn't catch this but because I'm sitting here and I'm being an eagle eye watcher um, when Rita blasts them when she shoots the thing for the first time okay it's actually not Toy as uh, as Trini. It's Audrey. Because she has short hair and Jason's wearing different clothes. Oh. Jason's got on a white t-shirt that's tucked into some stonewashed jeans. And then they cut back to the next scene and Jason's wearing all red again. Oh. I didn't <laughs> notice that. Um, uh, of course she would. Yeah. And then how does Rita get her wand back from making monsters grow? Oh, it's she, like a yo-yo. She throws it down, but, yeah, does she have, like, low jack? Does no, it, like... it's like a yo-yo. She throws it down, hits the earth, and then she puts her hand up, and it comes right back to her. Oof. Oh, is it like Milnor in, uh, in Thor? Yeah, just just like that. Excellent. <laughs> um, then they, she makes Goldar grow. Goldar, to he has, me, is one of the coolest monsters. He has his wings in that episode. Yeah, and then he gets them taken away. We don't even know where back. the wings go. Yeah, they come back. Lord Zed gives them back. But, yeah, by, by far, I think Godar is one of the, the, the more cooler monsters. Yeah, Finster, Finster gets treated wrong. Squat and Babu are just there for... Mm, they're like Bulk and Skull. Comedic, yeah. Bulk and Skull and, and Squat and Babu. They should have done something along the lines with them, with that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I mean that's, that's pretty much the first episode wrapped up. You know, all of a sudden now we just got these great... You, no, you missed the you missed the best part. When Kim gets into the pterodactyl for the first time, you keep going back to this. Val- yes, hey, she's a valley girl. Nice stereo, and she does that. That continues on in all the other Zords that Kim pilots. But did you ever notice you being Mister Eagle Eye having an eagle ear? All the Rangers have maybe two to three different sayings that they they use. Kim is the only one saying that will change to what monster they're kind of fighting here and there. Not yeah. in every episode, but randomly through here and there throughout the season. Yeah, they change Kim's a lot. She's the only one that changes. She's very vocal about her um, her battles, apparently. Well, and then... No Valley Girls. When they activate the Megazord for the first time, Jason puts his hand on the control panel, Yes. and it shows his helmet and the dinosaur... The T-Rex. And, and then it goes up and combines into one. But it just shows the T-Rex Zord. Well, that's the only one you, you really want to focus on. Yeah. Green with evil. Oh, I thought you were going to say, do I want guacamole? Maybe later. Um, Tuesday. <laughs> um, no, this was by far totally stressful. Incredibly stressful. Nobody knew the... It was a big risk that they took. It was a huge just deal. I remember going to school and talking about it and just people are like, "Did you watch it? Did you see it?" And and for them to air it starting on a Tuesday so that it would end part 5 would be on on Saturday morning, which was a great move in their opinion. And then having to wait the whole weekend to talk about it. it Oof. Yeah. It it was. I mean, if you guys turned into our first episode, you'd hear my whole story about Green with Evil and how I never truly saw episode four until years later. 
and then you saw it in the I don't like it the the 2010 edition. Oh yeah, that's when I saw it with the the bam and pow and all the little comic things. That can say in Batman, I don't need it in my Power Rangers. <laughs> but and then Tommy's laugh, his his evil laugh with this. I mean, <laughs> I heard that in my head all week long. It was just. I mean, we start with the first episode of it, and all of a sudden, I mean, Tommy's in the corner just dragon flip, dragon kick after dragon kick, and you're just all like, Jason's got to go against this guy? Jason, yeah. And even, you know, in it, I mean, Jason's look on his face as they're watching him, they're all like, oh my God, except for Kimberly. Kimberly's still like, Kimberly's, oh my God. She's in love. It's the Valley Girl, oh my God. Oh my God, guys. I think I love him. Uh, five series. I mean, all of a sudden, Tommy's walking inside an alleyway, and I know where that alley is. One he gets of jumped by putties and Luso, he kicks butts. One of our friends, Luso, a really good friend to the show, Luso. If you're listening, hey Luso, um, Hi. lives a block and a half away from there. Are you serious? Yeah. The last time that we were over at his house in that area, I pointed out, and Stephen. How do you know that's that's the right alley? Because I mean, I've been there. Every alleyway in LA looks the same alleyway. I've been there. I know exactly where it is. Because oh. we... When I took... And let's go back to Palomorphicon for a second. When I went on the field trip oh, for PMC start, in 2016... Trip. Yeah. Um, they took us directly there. That was oh. the first stop on the field trip. It was awesome to be in that alley. Um... And you kind of, I set it up. I was watching it on Netflix. So I set up the scene for everybody as we got there. It was really cool. It was a really interesting place to see. And even then, we we get the first appearance of non... They added a lot of kind of, of uh, backstory. Yeah. So we get to see Rita, but she's all shadowed out. And she tells Tommy he's been selected as the Green Ranger. Yeah. And at this point, the Green Ranger, nobody knew about the Green Ranger. Nobody knew anything about it. And I remember just freaking out. Like, there's an evil ranger. And he's green? And he's green, which is my favorite color. <laughs> but, yeah, and all of a sudden now he can get inside the command center because he has a power coin. So he can get there undetected. And he just goes and just... He doesn't even know what he's doing. He's just ripping things apart. And there's there's always an emphasis on that, too. On the power chamber or the power... Any any of those. You can't get in unless you have a power coin. Ivan Ooze gets in there. Yeah. Um, Rito and Goldar get inside of the command center in the basements in okay. season three. A lot of people... Of later, yeah, later. a lot of people get into it. Um, Divatrox's Piranatrons get into it. There's so I, I'm kind of thinking Zordon maybe needs to switch his security system. He needs to call ADT. Our post, I mean, they're both pretty good. Neither are sponsors of ours either. So no. no. But if you want to sponsor us, <laughs> you can look us up on Instagram at Rangers History Chat. But then Class. even at that, I mean, at the end of the first episode, they're fighting all of a sudden, you know, the Green Ranger, they're in their Megazord now. And they're going, and all of a sudden, a door opens. One, I didn't even know there was a door back. Where does that door go to? Is that like the ranger restroom they can use during a battle? Like, I don't know that? when it all combines together. Because I thought it was just a solid room. I thought that 
when they combined together, I didn't think that they were inside the visor. I always thought that they were inside of Kim's Zord. Okay, see, I facing always outward. thought the visor. But, yeah, I get it now. I'm older now, thank you. Um, but, yeah, he comes in there, and they're just all like, yes, we're winning, we're winning. Who's this guy? And he just gives oh, it to him. He goes straight, mean, he, straight for Trini. Yeah, cross, just a right cross hook. Trini flies across the Zord. And everyone's like, oh. And then they do the falling, and they reuse those falling scenes so much. I never realized how many scenes they really, really reuse. Usually the one where they jump up in the in the pairs of two, uh-huh. and then Jason by himself, and then also in the falling. Well, not even just that. I mean, anytime they're calling the Zords, anytime they're putting um, the Power Blaster together. I mean, they're constantly reusing scenes. I mean, even something as simple as being out front the youth center. Yep. The, the juice bar. Uh-huh. It's the same people walking in the same clothes. Like, do they not change? Is well, you know you know what they did with about David Felding, right? The voice of Zordon? What? They recorded him once, just moving his head around, and then that was it. Oh. Zordon has the exact same movements in every episode. Smart. I guess it's cheaper too doing it that way. I mean, I'm I don't know much about budget costs for for filming anything, but I mean, getting to reuse all that. I mean, that's why even a lot of the battle scenes is just the stuff reused from Japan. Mm-hmm. I mean, from Zoo Ranger. Yeah, it's it's not free for them, but it's got to be cheaper than redoing each battle scene over and over again. So that's always a plus where you can save money, you can put more money into something else. Yeah, but. I mean, going back to this whole just nightmare of five days. That's our cat. I don't know if you guys heard her. She wants attention. <laughs> but it was just a lot. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden, and then Tommy's big at one point. You know, he's he grows. Yeah. With uh, Scorpina. Ah. Oh. Girl put in some work. She came in. She was like, "No, I can do it." Scorpina's one of my favorite villains from from Mighty Morphin. Yeah, she comes in and she does exactly what Tommy does too. And she just demolishes the Rangers. Yeah, for five days they just, and then Zordon's gone. Jason gets kidnapped. Jason gets kidnapped and put in the dark dimension. And we see the dark dimension for the first time. When that episode ended, and he's hiding, and Godar's maybe five feet away from him, but you can't stabbing really see the him. floor. Yeah, I was just all like, this is it. No more Red Ranger. <laughs> Jake, we're, we're going to lose our first Power Ranger right now. And the stress of it, the that scene in the in the, in the the bar when they finally find out who Tommy is, oh, that he's a yeah. Green Ranger, and he just he scares Kim with that, slams the bar down. He's like, well, then know this Pink Ranger. I will destroy you. And I lost it. At that point, I just... That's probably my favorite line from the whole Mighty Morphin season. I absolutely cannot... That, yeah. Oh. And see, one of the things I thought about, too, after rewatching it in 2010, and anybody that studied martial arts for so long, especially like Jason, Jason's character did, they recognize fighting styles. Mm-hmm. Not one time did he ever be like, wait a minute, this Green Ranger, he, he seems kind of familiar. Knowing he just fought the dude the day before. Oh, yeah. Well, 
And I was just like, dude, you, you don't you don't. They see had the rose the rose colored ranger visors on. <laughs> Oh, you can't, you can't see in the visor. Yeah, you can't see in the visor, yeah. so you don't know who it is. And I then when Tommy was evil, his voice is deeper, too. Yeah. So he's more like, I'm going to get you, Rangers. And, like, come on, guys. Kind of doing like a Star-Lord thing mm-hmm. like that, huh? Oh, Star-Lord at the end. <laughs> With Thor. With Thor. At the end of Avengers. This is my and, voice. <laughs> I'm sorry, the spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Endgame yet. You know what, if... They haven't seen Endgame yet, then they deserve to get spoiled. <laughs> That's just, I'm sorry. But one of the other things, too, that, that I really noticed, I know it wasn't the American producers that did this, it, it was the Japan ones, but whoever was in charge of sceneries, mm-hmm. where they should shoot at, they deserve a raise. That temple? Yeah. I love some, that temple. Some of the spots that they picked were just beautiful sceneries in the background. I have to have a question. When did... Because Tommy never did this in, uh, after Green with Evil, but he can produce fireballs? He just shoots a fireball at them. Oh, well... I don't know. Maybe, don't being, maybe being evil? Maybe it rubbed off, or... <laughs> I don't know. I just remember that part, too. Because it was at the temple, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And then... He just gives it to him with a fireball out of we, nowhere. We never... Oh, you know what I bet it was? It was, um... What was it? The dark sword he had. Oh. Remember? Remember that they awarded him that sword? Mm-hmm. Or not award it. Uh, present it, I guess yeah, you say. Yeah, they gave him the sword of darkness. Yeah, the sword of darkness. Maybe it was more the sword of darkness's energy that could do that. But then Jason takes the power sword and does this, like, magical rub on it, and he can throw it. And it comes back. Jason's not Xena. He's not... No, there's none of that going on here. Well, maybe again, it's like Thor's hammer. Uh, you throw it and come right back. Or there's yo-yo. So that's the question of the week, guys, if you're listening. How do you think Rita gets her wand back? And do you think that because Tommy was evil at one point, he had extra powers that were never... Uh, shown again, like producing fireballs out of nowhere. Yeah. One thing, though, too, with all the, the craziness that was going on for these five so long days of my young childhood life, with Zordon gone, Alpha really stepped up. He did. Alpha was, you know, he he just sat in the back and he, he was the yes man to Zordon. Zordon would be like, we need to do this. Yeah, we need to do that. All right, Rangers. Go out here and, and do this. You go, Rangers. But in here, he was he was really like, you know, <coughs> Rangers, we can do this. We can all get back together. And I don't know why I'm giving out for this voice, but it's the best I can do. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he steps it up. He does. Alpha, Alpha comes through in this saga. And for me, I mean, you, you'll hear me more on through the different podcasts. I'm, I'm really picky about who should have been a, a leader of did you just call yourself a moron moron you said you'll hear me moron you'll hear me more on on the podcasts I'm sorry <laughs> I heard moron I was like, about who should actually be leaders of different ranger teams or who I should feel but Jason 
himself even stepped it up when they were just like, you know, our swords are destroyed and all this and that. And there, there's no real hope. I remember Jason was all like, but that's all. We just need hope. We just need that one little gift. And I'm just like, okay, that's a leader right there. Yeah. He's, he's really like, it doesn't matter if we have these powers. So in the comic books, um, Tommy's so evil that he just decimates the Rangers. And so instead of him receiving the White Ranger powers, they're giving it to Jason. Really? Yeah. Jason, <laughs> Jason is right in the middle of it, of the power transfer, when Tommy breaks into the command center and kills him. Kills Why Jason. Have I never read this comic book. I don't know. This is all from Shattered Grid, and and that's how he gets the powers. Interesting. So in this one, there's that scene where. Jason blasts away the Sword of Darkness. Yes. And he's like, join us, Tommy. You could be, you know. So, in the TV show, he goes the good path. Yeah. In the comics, he, he doesn't. doesn't. No. Oh. And so, that's where Draken comes from. Okay. Draken, Draken, however you pronounce it, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but that was an epic thing. Back in the summer of 1993, where it was just these five episodes. Yeah, but I mean, even like you just said, said right there with, with with the ending when Jason destroys the sword. I mean, yeah, the, Tommy has done so much evil and hurt so many people, but Jason, as a good leader, automatically takes him realizes back. Realizes there is good in Tommy. Yeah, and everybody deserves that second chance, and you know he offers it to Jason. And okay, yes, in Tommy. A TV or to Tommy in a TV show, Tommy is good, and I mean Tommy rises through the ranks of, oh. of Power Rangers. But I mean, comic book, another world, another dimension, and also there's a. Evil. I believe that when he gives him the, you know, that he joins and he morphs for the first time with them, and they're doing those poses. Yes, those poses are also the poses they use to summon the, the dungeon. Swords. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so we're about halfway through season one now. And we come upon the episodes Island of Illusion. By far one of my most favorite episodes. Um, Storyline was great, too. It, it showed us that these rangers did have fears. And these rangers did put a lot of pressure on themselves. And, you know, we don't know exactly how much pressure it is to be... We know how much pressure it is to be a teenager. But to be a teenage a superhero? teenager mixed up in this crazy world, not understanding what's going on is a lot. But that is not why this is one of my favorite episodes. It's one of my favorite because for the first time watching Power Rangers... Incoming personal story from Robert. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I just need to like my own theme music when I start telling story. Da, da, da. Everybody crisscross applesauce at story time. <laughs> This was one of the first places where I knew where they were filming. It was a spot that I went to tons of times growing up. I spent summers there. My mom would take me when we were little. Robert it's, would chase me around. Well, because we had to. <laughs> the goose told me to. <laughs> but it was the Alley Arboretum. If you guys haven't been there, if you live in the Alley District, it's over in Arcadia. 
where 210 and Baldwin Avenue meet. It's, it's right across the street from the Arcadia Mall. Yes, it's a great place. And Santa Anita Park. But, yeah. But, I mean, it's a good recap episode. We see all kinds of villains. Mm-hmm. What were some of your favorite villains that they showed in there? Madam Woe, King Sphinx. Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. He's cool. He that that was a good episode. The Black too. Knight. Or Black Knight. Because they don't want to get sued. Oh my gosh. Please DC don't sue us for using that wrong terminology. <laughs> Disclaimer. But um some of the greatest sound bites that, that we repeat today as jokes also came from this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh Trini. Billy, you're disappearing. <laughs> and the you're Billy too You're too high up, Billy. I can't save you. But, yeah, so, going to the episode, one thing, we all know Zach likes to dance. Zach's stressed out about a dance contest, although, to be fair, if Bulk is ever someone I'm going up against, I'm pretty sure I'm going to win. But see, tell me how many Ranger fans would not love to see another Zach and Bulk dance on oh. the next PMC. PMC 2021, Walter. Polly, I'm, I'm serious. I I would love to see that. That would be a great panel. That'd be a just, great just a whole dance off with them two again. Oof, great. I think it would be great. But one thing I really really noticed that youth center is built like a rock. How it many is. earthquakes has it gone through and nothing's happened to it? Just multiple ones. But in the first episode, in the first earthquake, the, the cat, cat bit me. The cat just bit Robert. <laughs> In the first episode, you can see the the swiggly bar banister that they have. You can oh, see it moving. That always does. They're that, like though. shaking. No, I believe someone was actually shaking oh, it there to make it look like that, and it was really cool. I was like, "Wow!" Um, so we get to the island of illusion. They start disappearing. They have to overcome their fears. Quagmire shows up, talking in riddles. Kimberly. Quag- I thought his name was Quasimodo. It's Quagmire. Quasimodo is the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, my bad, Disney. (laughs) Disney didn't write that. Victor Hugo did back in the 1700s. Anyway. Hugo Strange? That's a different podcast, sir. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) So they get there. They get off the island. They defeat the monster. And then at the dance contest, um, there's judges. We were in school... I was in school, in middle school, uh, in the sixth grade in my math class, and my math teacher goes, hey, if anyone watches Power Rangers, I'm in the episode today. And I looked at him and I was like, what? Wow. Yeah, he's one of the judges. He's the middle judge. And it's just, it's awesome. Like, um, I don't know if you noticed this. The part where Kimberly's going through her, her breakdown, she starts disappearing. If you look real carefully behind her in the reflection of the water, you can see the the Baldwin Cottage. Yeah, I when I was re-watching this, taking my notes through it, I was looking, because it is a scene with Kimberly, and I pay real close attention to those. But He loves yeah. Amy Joe. There, there's the cottage in the background. In oh, I have to look again. I'm gonna have to watch that later. Yeah, it, it was, it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. But was I the only one that was talking with rhymes after that? <laughs> I mean, like even, even the script 
you know, when, when the Rangers are talking, they're, he kind of pops up and he with that little... It's a flute. Yeah, a pan flute. And he says a quick rhyme that disappears. And then the Rangers respond to the rhyme to help him in a rhyme itself. That is also true, yes. I was rhyming like... That's like the Zeo episode where they're all singing. Yeah. <laughs> I it, it was just funny just, just to see him doing that. And then to have him pop up as, as a DJ afterwards. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Which meant he got off the island, so we're really happy about that, too. Did he get off the island? Or is he still there? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Gotta do the Tommy laugh. Um, with that being said, we're going to move on to the next episode, which is The Green Candle. Another epic two-part episode where we find out that Tommy's powers are wavering because when he was evil, he touched a candle. Did they ever show that in Green with Evil? Or no. Just... No, that was just speculated. See, that's what I thought. Because I even went back to look. And I was like, I don't see a candle. <laughs> this can't be true. If that was the case, all of my powers would be gone. Because I go to Bed Bath & Beyond a lot and touch a lot of candles. <laughs> but My podcasting powers are gone. They're weaning, guys. Because someone bought a coconut mango. A coconut mango triwick candle. Can we just say that JDF has to be the king of dragon kicks? <laughs> yes. I mean, every episode, he's doing at least eight of them. And they're really him doing it. And like, he's still doing it to this day. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, anybody that, especially, you know, you watch the behind, behind the scenes and, and talk to him. I mean, JDF was really big about doing his own stunts, mm-hmm. doing his own things. He'd be out there practicing in the morning. Um, I've talked to different set guys and people that's worked on the sets. And um, even one of my friends was a stunt double for uh, Amy Joe. She said the same thing. I mean, JDF was constantly outside this young man. I can do it. I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can do that. And everyone was always, was always so scared. Like, oh, no, he's going to hurt himself. Oh, he's going to hurt himself. He's, oh, he's going to hurt him. Well, they even showed us that at that screening we went to. When they showed the behind the scenes, when they were filming stuff in Australia for both the movie and the, oh, the yeah. show at the same time. And they just showed him doing that morning routine. Yeah. Him and Johnny Young Bosch. We haven't even gotten to the, the ninjas yet. Later. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Spoiler alert. Best part of this episode, though, huh. is that Jason and Goldar fight to go when he goes in there to try to get the power coin. Or, oh, yeah. The, oh. the candle. Jason gives it to Goldar. Oh yeah, Goldar had no chance of that it's, whatsoever. It's the it's the fire. But another thing, I keep saying "but" a lot, it's like I'm butting in. Like no, 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 no. I want to talk now. This is my turn. This is my podcast. Yeah. Even though he's the editor, Mister Editor's going. He's taking notes over there. Like, all right, I'm gonna block him out there, <laughs> and I'm gonna block him out there. I'm not taking notes. I'm eating a cookie. <laughs> um. Angel Grove citizens uh-huh. have to be really confused about the Dragon Sword. Right? It's First friends. it's attacking them, then they're friends. And I mean, this episode alone, it attacks them, and then they're friends, and then it attacks them again, and then they're friends again. I and mean, then that one... like, Dragon Sword? Wait, which it, one is this? It eats, it, it eats that one smokestack. Yeah. And then it drills its tail through that one specific warehouse. Again, and again, and again. And that's it. Why do they keep building that warehouse? And then it's shooting rockets everywhere. And at this point, you guys, 
This 60 foot tall robot dragon is coming out of your harbor. You should know not to build there. Yeah. Which leads me to this question. How much do you think insurance rates were? Like homeowner's insurance for Angel Grove. Oh, I'm sure the insurance company got out of there. They was like, nope, you can't do this. <laughs> Allstate's like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> just so, I'm just going to edit it really well to Robert <laughs> saying, you are right, Joe. Good job on the podcast. Um, he was originally supposed to die in the end of this episode. Jason David Frank, the, the character of Tommy, was supposed what? to die. He was going to die like his, his um, Japanese counterpoint, Dick, uh... Genki? Oh, I can't remember names. I'm sorry. I don't remember names very well. Please do not add us about it. I realize that he is the Green Ranger from the Japanese one. I know that he was supposed to die. Or he dies. In but the Japanese one, he In dies? Japanese, he dies, yeah. In the Japanese version, in Zhu Ranger, he dies. Oh, wow. And so, Tommy was supposed to die, too. But... So does that mean any episode... After, After that, where Tommy was in, is strictly American? Yeah, that's when we get the really cruddy shield. Oh. The, the cloth shield. I'll talk about that. We know <laughs> the guy that made that. Oh. He's going to be mad at you. He's not, he's not going to give you things oh, anymore. We know, we know, yeah. We know a lot of people. But um, can, can we talk about the best part of this episode, though? Which is? The kiss. Oh, yeah. It's their first kiss. I know where that park is, too. I was kind of hating on Jason, though. I've stood on that rock. I, I know where... G- yeah. JDF. I was hating Tommy. on JDF. For the- I was just all like, <gasps> that's my girl. <laughs> I know my where that rock like, is. Why are you screaming at the TV? She kissed him, Mom. That's Kenneth Hahn Park. In, in, um, down by Crenshaw. Baldwin Hills area. Oh. Yeah. Fun fact. Um, There's turtles in the lake. There was a lot of filming done of Power Rangers there. Oh, yeah. There's a picture on my Instagram, on my personal Instagram, where I'm standing in front of a fountain. That's the fountain from when Goldar and and um, Tommy fight for the Power Coins in Return of a Friend. Oh, yeah. But we'll get there eventually. We'll get there. Um, but, yeah, they kiss in the park for the first time in that episode. And then Tommy's just kind of like running around. Yeah, we we don't we don't see him. He still has his powers. We just don't. They're see him. fainting at that time. Fading. 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 That's why is he in Doomsday? No. No, he's not. No, he's not in Doomsday. No, he's gone. He's uh, he was supposed to show up. So we're gonna get to Doomsday now, which is the last two episodes that we're yes. gonna cover. Um, those are episodes forty or thirty nine and forty. This was originally written to be the finale of Power Rangers. And when is Power Ranger Day? I don't know, but I want to go. I thought there was really. I mean, there we got a Batman Day. There is a Power Ranger Day. I don't I mean, remember I the exact Batman day. Is I'll look it up. Than Power Rangers, but oh, when did the movie premiere? The ninety. The no, the new one. The new, the new 2017 movie, when that day premiered, when it premiered, that was Power Ranger Day. Day. Yeah. And then tomorrow, which for us would be the, or no, Friday, August 14th, Hasbro is doing a pulse where they're calling that Power Ranger Day. Oh, nice. And they're ex- uh, releasing some new exclusives, so. Can I wear a Power Ranger helmet to work? Yeah, you can take the red one. Oh, 
Take the white, the white lightning white collection away. match my work clothes a little bit better. <laughs> oh. They always say, dress for the job you want. Not for the job you have. <laughs> Surprised you haven't gone dressed as Batman yet. Anyway. I have. That's a different story, though. <laughs> so, Doomsday. Um, Power Ranger Day finally comes to Angel Grove, and they're hype about it. They're happy. They're excited. Oh, yeah, they got the carnival out there, and kids are eating cotton candy, and this giant stage again, with the Power Ranger on again, it. Again, Kenneth Hunt Park. Yeah. And also, one of, if I'm going to cosplay as anything, I think I'm going to do Bulk and Skull in their superhero suits. The Incredible Bulkmeyer and Super Skull. Skullovich. Super Skull. Super Skull. Which are takes on Marvel characters, The Incredible Hulk and Super Skrull. But I... I would cosplay as that. That's a pretty good, yeah. We should do that, and then we could be the host for the dance-off. On PMC 2020. Yeah, with, with Walter. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty cool. I'm going to talk to Scott about that. <laughs> um, so, originally supposed to be the ending of Power Rangers. The original ending was at part two. They defeat Cyclopsis, and then the Power Rangers go to the moon and trap Rita in her dumpster again. But because the show was doing amazing, that's when we started filming. We started getting more episodes of things in like season two where it's the footage that's shot here. Yeah. Like the ranger fights, the monster suits, all of that. The bad dragon shield. Uh, air quotes again. It wasn't bad. Okay, sure. Uh, different. Okay. Um, and so. Yeah, this was originally supposed to be the finale. They were originally supposed to win, and then they were going to banish Rita, and that would have been the end of Power Rangers. And here we are, what, 26 seasons 27 later? 27 years 27. later. So, I I like this one, too. I mean, Godar actually has his own war zord. Cyclopsis. And, I mean, it it's pretty I, badass. I like so. how Alpha says... We haven't seen this in 10,000 years. And how Rita has Cyclopsis' weakness in her backup files. I One, I didn't even know evil villains kept files like that. <laughs> I mean, it, is it like... Maybe it's the book. Like, maybe it's a book like the Bestiary in Team Wolf. Oh, maybe. But then, too, 10,000 years. So was this 10,000 years they were fighting on Earth? I mean, is that why the dinosaurs went extinct? They kept getting stepped on by these giant zords? Well, according to the comic books, Zordon had a team of rangers in the 60s, led by Grace, and Grace is a red ranger. But I thought Zordon was the original red ranger. You thought wrong. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. So you hey. want to get into these toys now? Yeah, let's talk about the Lightning Collection. We actually got some pretty cool toys here. <laughs> Robert is holding the White, White Ranger, Ranger Lightning Collection doll. If you haven't seen it, I mean, the paint job is really good. I mean, I really, really like the details in Look his at face. the articulation, though. Yeah, those that haven't, well, I hope all of you guys have seen the Lightning Collection. You can uh, switch the heads off from the helmet to their normal face. These are the first ones that Hasbro, they announced these at PMC 2018. Um, they had Tommy in the case. 
and they announced it during their panel on Saturday, PMC 2018 in Anaheim. And he has a ponytail back there, too. Yeah, he oh, does. That. that one has a ponytail, but the Drake one, his hair's down. We're not at that one yet. <laughs> Stop jumping ahead. That'll be nice. Nice review. And then... We have the American-made villain, Lord Zed. And see, this one, too, this is another one. I didn't know he was just totally American. I mm-hmm. thought Lord Zed was from Japan, too. But given that Doomsday was supposed to be the last episode, Zed came somewhat after that, right? The mutiny. He comes in the mutiny. Yeah, mutiny. That, yeah. But, I mean, even that one, I mean, this dude's ripped. I mean, his muscles, the painting on his muscles, even his brain, I mean, you can see that. It it looks pretty legit. It's a brain. Now he's looking at the Shadow Ranger from SPD. Oh, is this the one I, I was talking about the other day? Uh-huh. When I was like, why are they letting the dog tell him what to do? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Robert just watched SPD for like the first time. He was very confused about why... Why a, the dog was in charge. A bird's his boss. Okay, but think <laughs> about it. The dog's telling you what to do. You take a bone out of your pocket. <laughs> now who's in charge? <laughs> I don't think uh, Commander Doggy Kruger, Anubis Kruger, would go chasing after a bone buddy. How do you know? <laughs> I'm. How do you know? It's, it's, it just doesn't make sense. And we're finally looking at the red oh. dino charge. It's. He I looks like Brennan. He, yeah. He really looks like Brennan. And you know that. You've seen Brennan up close. You've talked to him oh, personally. Rode on an airplane with the guy. He's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Friend of the podcast, Brennan Mejia. We're reviewing your doll right now. We love it. I opened that when I got him. I opened Why are you it. opening these? Because I, I had to make him do a handstand. No, you don't <laughs> open these. Brenda Mejia must handstand. You have to keep it in the box. Tyler must handstand. Brendan must handstand. Everyone must handstand. And all their hands come off, huh? Yeah. You can switch the hand, hands out. You can switch hands, uh, accessories... And they all have, like, uh, those little power things, too. I was just going to say, what is that? It's like a... It shows off the power. Like, that one... Um, Brennan shows off, like, his gun. Or the sword. Oh, okay, okay, Yeah, okay, it kind of okay. wraps around him. I see it. I it's see a cool it. accessory. Alright. Makes it a little different. So, as you know, I have... Well, you guys don't know this. But Robert does. I, I have every... Every wave of lightning collection done except for Green Psycho. And SPD Omega. Those are the only two I still have to get. And the Psycho Rangers. Yes, and I've helped him look for most of these. <laughs> now, with that being said, do you think these are a good investment at $20? Do you think the articulation in the toy... As long as you don't open them. He Robbie, likes to open his things. I love opening toys. No, they, these are really cool. I, I think if you are going to collect something, I think they did a really good job um, building these. They look sturdy. They look solid. They're posable. They're very posable. They're very um, articulated as well. But. And then look at the box art. The box art on them yeah, is great. Leave them in the box. Yes, sir. I'm not going to leave them in the box. Leave them in the box. Never. Because, I mean, all right, you have them in the box. You go to Power Morphicon. You go to another convention where they're at. Boom, autograph the box. Bam. I'm going to have them autograph the box with the figure out of it. No. <laughs> The well, painting is r- really remember really I told cool. you, 
My PMC experiment is that book. Yeah. So. How come his arms, or is it just the lighting in your room that his arms are kind of two-tone? Arm uh, lighting in my room. These aren't the we're, original. We're talking about the red Dino Charge Ranger too. Yes, this isn't the. These aren't the first ones I bought. These are the ones I bought off of a, a good friend. Okay. Big shout out to Julian and Prodigious Customs for helping me score the first wave of the lightning figures as well. But thanks, Julian. You're the best. Yes, if if you're going to collect some kind of Power Ranger toys, unless you want to get back to like the classics and the different Zords and all that, this is probably a good place to start. And it's not like all Mighty Morphin comes out or all uh, Super Samurai. It, it's different waves. They're staggered in different yeah, waves. Yeah, it, it's, it's different characters. The first wave, just for example, were Dino Charge, Mighty Morphin, Mighty Morphin, SPD, and a Goldar. So, Goldar's down there with the bad guys. Oh. And the two packs. You're supposed to have them together. Together. Forever. <laughs> but yes, it, it is a good investment. I mean, everyone's got to collect something. Unless you're like Joseph and you collect everything. I don't collect everything. So Robert, let's talk about the Toy Wizard Toy Swap Meet that happened on August 1st in Glinda, California. That was actually really interesting. I, I'll admit, I had no idea what we were in for. We've done cons with toy wizards um we've done cons all over but this was my first swap meet i wasn't quite sure what to expect but toy wizards pulled it together and i think it was a pretty good turnout honestly i had a great time it it wasn't too hot either the parking lot we were in was a nice location there was nice shade that we had and um Ice cream truck was there, which I really hope comes back next time. That's Jason Ibarra's chili, chili mango ice cream truck? Very, very good ice cream truck. I've had his truck a couple of times. At, he even goes to car shows. Mm -hmm. Do you know that? Yes. I went to the, the Volkswagen car show a couple months ago, and he was there. But, yeah, I thought Toy Wizards did an excellent job hosting this. Everybody, all the vendors seemed pretty happy with it. The vendors had a really good time. We had a really good time. Even um, customers that came through were just kept saying, this is something we need. I mean, this is something we need. everybody's stuck at home. Yeah, we, you know, we've, through a rough time. we've been at home since it started. I recently started going out because I got a new job. But before that, I mean, since March, we've been home. We've already lost three cons to this so far mm -hmm. including the big one yeah so this was nice it, it really was and people were legitly happy about it yeah it was something to do it was nice to be out it was nice to be in the open air all the precautions were taken we all had masks on we all had social distancing um, sanitizer was available you could wash your hands at any time it was excellently run by Toy Wizards. And, again, I, I think all the vendors were, were really happy with it. I know I overheard a lot of them asking... When's the next one? Yeah, when's the next one? How can they get into the next one? Um, if you're a vendor and listening to this, if you would like to be in the next one, 
contact Toy Wizards. That's uh, toy-wizards.com. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they can work all that stuff out with you and go from there. And hopefully, I don't know how, how certain this was. I heard one of the wizards saying that this is something he wants to do at least once a month. Yes. For now. I don't know once we get back to the normal if he'll still want to continue it. But for now... I think this... You can't go. You're a cat. I think this is a good thing that we're doing. I think it, it, it's a good thing. And I, I really cannot wait until the next one. Which is scheduled for September. The for, 15th, right? It's that weekend, I believe. I think it's the 12th. The 12th? Yeah, you, the 12th does for sound. For more information, visit toywizards.com. That's toy-wizards.com. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook, and their website. Yeah, I was gonna be like, I don't think they have a TikTok or anything. That, although, can you imagine them doing a TikTok? It'd be great. I, I would die laughing. Lauren would just do spontaneous. <laughs> that, hey, that might be an idea. Yeah. With that being said, class is dismissed. We'll see you next time. And wait, wait, wait. Are, are we really having a test on this? No. Well, oh. maybe. What? Maybe I didn't take any notes. We'll see how it goes.